Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. We're not doing it anymore because it's important we show up as our true self because who we are is enough. Who you are is enough. And if your mother-in-law, if your father-in-law don't see that, that's okay. They can't see past their insecurities. They can't see past their past pain. That is not for you to resolve. girl, imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy to use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab a pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Thanksgiving is literally this week, and I have no idea how I'm going to deal with my in-laws. They don't make any attempts to connect with their grandkids, and I feel completely I feel completely abandoned because sometimes it feels like my husband takes their side over mine, and I don't know what to do with that. I bring it up to him. He denies it. He says he's usually on my side, but anytime a sensitive topic comes up, He's easily distracted and he sides with them. And I don't know what to do. I try my best to please and appease them. I do everything with regards to making sure my house is clean. The kids are well behaved. But it just still feels like it's not enough. It feels like it's not enough. So what do I do? I try to do my best not to assert myself. And I'm open to any suggestions they make. But sometimes some of the suggestions they make feel as if it's criticism. It feels like they're criticizing or judging me as a parent. I get this either, I get this side eye or this look whenever I, whenever I talk to my husband or I ask him to do anything. And I try not to ask him to do anything at all, especially when his parents are there because I just want him to have fun. But him having fun means that I'm in the kitchen cooking and I try not to ask for help, but I'm not going to lie. I do need it. And I do get frustrated because here I am juggling Thanksgiving dinner as well as the kids. Meanwhile, I'm so afraid and I'm literally walking on eggshells trying to be that perfect host. My mom gets pissed off because she sees that I'm acting this way. And she, she wants me to speak up, but I don't. I just tell my mom to calm down, calm down. Everything's fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. But I'm really not okay. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Why don't they love us? Why, why don't they want to spend time with their grandkids? Why am I constantly feeling left out? Why do I constantly feel as if every single decision made does not include me? Is my husband completely oblivious to all of it? 
What's going on? Ladies, this is a common complaint I'm hearing right now on all speaking platforms. Women feel completely alone, withdrawn, unseen, unappreciated, and criticized during these holidays, especially when it comes to the relationship they have with their in-laws. Most of you want to have this loving, open relationship, this healthy relationship, but you just don't know how. And it's not due to a lack of trying. I see you. I see you in the kitchen, overwhelmed, cleaning. I see you doing it all. But the reality is no one is going to accept you until you accept yourself. Write that down. No one is going to accept you until you accept yourself. So we're going to do a little bit of interaction. So make sure you grab a pen and paper because I'm going to walk you through this. So what's going on? Your insecurities are getting the best of you. That fear is getting the best of you. And it shows because like I said, you're not showing up as your true self. You're trying to do everything you can to create this perfect life or this perfect day for everyone except yourself. Guess what, mama? That's only going to build resentment. It's only going to build frustration. And that is going to impact your relationship substantially. Here's why. Because you're trying to commit to everyone and you're not showing up. And people can see that. Your kids are watching you. Your kids are watching you compromise yourself to meet the needs for everyone. And is that what you want your daughters to do? Is that what you want your son to do? Hell no. Now, if your kids were to repeat these same patterns, these same patterns when they're married, would you praise them or would you pray for them? I'm going to tell you right now, a good amount of you are going to tell me or are saying right now, I would pray for them. I don't want this for them. I want them to have a healthy relationship. Well, mama, I'm here to tell you it starts with you. So here we go. Grab a pen and paper. When your in-laws are around, what insecurities come up for you? And I really want you to write this down. What insecurities come up for you? And these are insecurities that you already had before you came a, became a wife and probably even before you came, became a mother. Here's why. Most of us don't know how to be a mom and don't know how to be a wife, right? And so we try to go ahead and mold ourselves into what we think we need to be versus who we want to show up as. So right now, I want you to write down what insecurities do you have about being a wife? What insecurities do you have about being a mom? What insecurities do you have about being a woman? Now, let's go ahead and break this down. As a wife, some of your insecurities might be that you don't do enough. He works so hard. I try I try to go ahead and catch up. I try to make sure I'm, I'm pulling my weight, but it just doesn't feel like it's enough. And he's the primary breadwinner. And so when I get home, I want to make sure that I'm tending to everything. And then before he gets home, I want to make sure that he has a hot meal. I want to make sure that he's well-rested and the kids aren't too much. The insecurities you might have might be with your lack of knowing how to communicate with him. And so you just kind of keep things all to yourself. 
Your insecurities might be that you feel like you're doing this wrong. You know, your insecurities might be that you don't feel like you're loving him the way he deserves to be loved. Let's take it even further as a wife. Your insecurities might be, I might not look the way I need to look. I've gained so much weight during the holidays or I've gained so much weight during COVID and I'm, I'm not sexy. We haven't been intimate in such a long time. And so I'm not pulling my weight. I'm not pulling my weight. And my mother-in-law can see it. He doesn't come home to a clean house all the time, even though that's my attempt. And she's judging me when she looks at those dishes. She's judging me when she eats my food and says that it requires more seasoning. I'm constantly feeling judged. I'm constantly feeling under attack. These are the insecurities I want you to write down. I want you to write down all of them. Next, I want you to write down your insecurities around being a mom. Maybe I'm not giving my kids enough attention. Maybe my son or daughter is failing in math. Maybe my kid is having a hard time with reading, and that's totally my fault because I no longer read them bedtime stories. Even though that's the goal, I only have them read a page or two, or sometimes we skip reading altogether. And so I'm not showing up as a mom. I'm not loving my kids or giving them the attention that they need. That might be another one of your insecurities. I'm not doing it right, and she sees it. My kid just talked back to me, and she's judging me, or even worse, even worse. She criticizes my parenting by saying, ah, so your son texts back to you and you allow it, which only upsets me. And then I end up yelling at my son or my daughter, and I don't even mean to, but I'm just so afraid of this judgment that I don't know what else to do. Ladies, is this starting to sound familiar? She knows that I'm the one who cleans up their rooms. And that my kids aren't well behaved. She knows. That's the biggest fear we have is being exposed. And those insecurities are exposed when we don't work on them. Right? Now let's talk about your insecurities about being a woman. Are you doing everything you wanted? Everything that you dreamed of? Would your younger self be proud of you? Or would she be ashamed? Would she look up to you? Or would she be disappointed? These are the things we run away from. We're not doing what we set out to do. And to be honest, we don't even know who the hell we are. We try to go ahead and cling on to these roles, trying to make sense of all of it. But we feel like we're drowning. So as a woman, I don't even know who I am outside of being a mom, outside of being a wife. And this exact statement might haunt you. So the minute you're met with judgment, the minute you're met with a look, the minute you're told, not today, we can't can't visit your kids, or we're not going to watch your kids this week. Matter of fact, we're only going to stick to calling. And who knows when we can go and visit you guys. That hurts you because it cuts It cuts, right? And it brings up all of this past pain of not being enough. That's really why all of this is triggering you. Now I want you to think about it. What type of relationship did you initially want to have with your in-laws? 
Did you want to have a healthy relationship? Did you want to have one where you guys both exchanged recipes? Where you were able to have a conversation with her and get advice from her? Where you were able to go ahead and have her in your children's lives? Where they're playing with them, where they're nurturing them, where they're loving them, where there's no favoritism, where you know your kids are loved the minute they are with grandma and grandpa. Yeah, that's something we all dream of. And some of us have it. Some of us don't. Now let's go into what has this disconnect? What has this feeling of disconnection done to your marriage? How often do you talk to your husband about this? How often does this create an argument or divide in your relationship? Right? How often are you left wondering why? Why don't your kid why don't your parents connect with us? And how often are you is this brushed brushed off? Yeah. These are the things that come in between you and your husband. And that worry builds up and it builds up more and more. And you try to keep it to yourself until you just can't take it anymore because you need help with the kids. Why is your parents doing everything and his parents aren't? Why isn't he standing up for us? Why isn't he speaking up? All right, now let's take it to step two. What was the relationship like when he was a kid with his parents? Was his parents loving and nurturing, communicative? Did they have this? Did he, did they have this emotional support, or was it something similar to what the relationship is between your kids and his parents? Most of you will tell me that yeah, there are similarities. His parents aren't necessarily emotional. His parents don't necessarily give hugs or love. And they're pretty much standoffish. The relationship between your husband and his parents are basically over the phone. Now we've identified where this stems from. I get you want to change it. But in order to change it, you have to change. You're probably going to feel like you have to change them. And the reality is you can't change them. Which you, which absolutely puts you back in this loop, Right. Of damn it, then what am I going to do? Well, this is where acceptance comes in. Accepting them for who they are and who they're not. And yes, I know it's tough. Yes, I know everything about this hurts you and hurts you and absolutely probably scares the shit out of you, right? But the truth is, this is who they are. And it's not, and I'm not saying that with judgment. I'm just, I'm just pointing out the obvious. This is who they are. And for them, this is how they develop relationships. Is it unfair? Absolutely. But this is something they're comfortable with. You trying to change them is only going to build up that wall of division. And that wall of division is going to get stronger and stronger. And so instead, I want you to respect their boundary. Respect their boundary. This is the relationship they want with their grandkids. And they are okay with whatever consequences come along with it. Even better, maybe this is all they know. This is all they've been taught. And so for you to criticize them or judge them based off of an unemotional attachment, that's unfair to them. It is. It's unfair to them. And so if we can accept our in-laws for who they are and who they're not, then it gives us some breathing room. And it gives you and your husband breathing room. Because now you understand what he's gone through. 
And again, not be, not to use this as judgment or criticism, but just now you have a better understanding of what this looks like and how it's not a personal attack. Which brings me to step three, personalizing. How are you personalizing something that is not yours? How are you personalizing something that is not yours? If they treat everybody like this, then it is not a personal attack. It is not a personal attack. So remove yourself. Remove yourself. Okay, wait a minute. This is how they treat everybody. And me trying to force them to have a deeper, stronger relationship with their with my kids, it's, it's probably not going to happen. And then in reality, ask yourself, do you even want your kids to have a relationship with somebody who only wants a relationship via the phone? Do you want to force that relationship? That's not fair to your kids. Most of you, when you do attempt to force that relationship, your kids will tell you, mom, I don't want to go to grandma and grandpa's house. Why do you force this? I don't want to call grandma and grandpa. I don't want to go over there. I don't want them to babysit us. Let that be their truth. Let that be their truth. They're telling you something. They're telling you something you're personally experiencing, but you're trying to change it and you're trying to force it and it's not going to work. The reason why you're trying to force it is because of how you're personalizing it. You're personalizing it because of the insecurities you have about yourself. And that's not okay. That is absolutely not okay. So we're not going to do that. Instead, we're going to respect it. Next, I want you to manage your expectations. What are your true expectations? And this is something you can do with you and your husband. So what you would do is I would, I want you to go ahead and grab a pen and paper with your husband and just ask him, what are your expectations of your mom and dad? What are your expectations of my mom and dad? And then you do the same thing. You list out what are your expectations of his parents? What are your expectations of your parents? Now, are those realistic expectations? Are those realistic expectations? I want your I want your parents to hug my kids more. Okay, well, wait a minute, homegirl. That's not realistic. That's actually unfair because maybe they don't like physical connection. So I want you to think about what are things that are realistic. And I want you guys to have a conversation when you're calm. The minute emotions come up, take a chill pill, relax, take a time out and come back to it once you're relaxed. Because it's supposed to be a conversation between you and your husband. You might be surprised. You might be surprised. And as we've all discover, already discovered, some of these insecurities he might presently have as well. He's afraid to go ahead and push a relationship because he might lose them. So here you're identifying what your expectations are, what are his expectations, and do they match? And if they don't match, that's okay. That's okay. He's a different person than you are. His needs are different than yours. They're not going to 100% line up. Do not criticize his expectations. Do not judge him. Whatever expectations he has, let them be. But how can you guys come together to establish some non-negotiables, some boundaries? That's where I want you to go. So I want you to go ahead and develop this, this safe environment where you guys are both able to share what you want, what your expectations are, and if they're realistic, right? Getting frustrated and criticizing your partner, I'm going to tell you right now, that is a for sure, a for sure 
reason for him not to go ahead and engage in these types of activities. And that's what we don't want. We want him to be a part of this. We want to know what he's feeling. And this is where you guys can have a conversation. You know what? I I would love it if when, you know, um, when your, your parents come over, if you're able to help me out in the kitchen. And that's, that's one of the non-negotiables. Or if, um, you know, when your parents come over and they're criticizing me, I'm going to go ahead and I am going to speak up and say something. You know what? That was really hurtful. I need to know we're on the same page, but notice how you're taking the reins and you're holding yourself accountable, right? He's probably going to be okay with them criticizing him. He's probably going to be okay with maybe them judging him or not having the relationship with his kids. And the reason why is because at least they're there. I don't want to stop talking to my parents. They did this last time with my uncle. They completely deleted him out of the family. I don't want that. So that might be a fear. So while you have this conversation, you'll start to begin to understand what his fears are and what your fears are. And it's not so you can take his fears away. And it's not so he can take your fears away. It's just so you guys have this mutual understanding of what this looks like. Another way to determine whether an expectation is health is is um, realistic is to determine whether the expectation is healthy or unhealthy. The minute we start to get into these are the rules of the house, okay, that might be a little bit too stern, right? But th- these are the things that I'd like. These are the boundaries I'd like to set in place. Next, if you can, definitely include them in the plans. You can call them and let them know, here are the plans for Thanksgiving. Do you have any recommendations? And then allow them to go ahead and say whatever they're going to say. If they're open to that, awesome. If they're not, that's okay too. At least you're having that discussion. Do the same for your parents. And let your husband know that you'll be doing this. And if he wants to take the lead on that, let that happen. Let that happen. Remember, we don't want to overwhelm people just because we're feeling insecure or just because we're feeling overwhelmed. We want to make sure that we take care of ourselves and we don't set all of that pressure on other people. Okay, so yeah, definitely make it a team effort. You know, does she want to cook something? Does she have a favorite dish? Let her be a part of it. Let her dad be a part of it. Is there a ritual? What rituals are there? Not rituals, I'm sorry. Is there a tradition? Is there a tradition? What is the tradition? How can you implement that into your family? Remember, we're we're trying to create open lines of communication. In no way am I saying at all that you need to compromise yourself to meet their needs. I am not saying that, nor will you ever hear me say that. I want you to be able to know who you are and feel confident in this. And I don't want the pressure to be all on you. Next one that I often see over and over and over. I want you to be mindful of where your emotions are at. This one's a big one. There's a wheel, it's an emotions wheel, um, that I often refer to. If you can, I want you to go ahead and go on Google. I'm totally doing it right now because I want to make sure I give you guys the right. So go under emotions wheel, a printable emotions wheel. It is a great resource. I go over it plenty of times. So it's going to be good for you to have it. Here's why. I want you to be able to identify what emotions are coming up for me. What emotions are coming up for me? And 
if these emotions are here, I can go ahead and validate them versus seeking validation from my mother-in-law or my father-in-law because he might not be able to do it. You can go to feelingswheel.com. That's where you can go. You can go to feelingswheel.com. And this is from Jeffrey Roberts. Okay. So feelingswill.com and it goes over all of the emotions. I want you to identify what emotions you're experiencing and validate them. What do I mean by validate them? Well, most of us look for validation from our partner, from our in-laws, right? And most of the time they don't know how to do that. So when we validate someone's emotions, when we're validating our own emotion, it means that we're acknowledging that emotion, that thought, that experience, and we're saying it is true. It doesn't mean we 100% agree with it, but for right now, in this moment, if I'm validating somebody, I'm saying that what they're experiencing is true for them. I understand you're feeling frustrated. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. You're feeling frustrated. You're feeling overwhelmed, right? That's all you're doing. Okay, I can understand you're feeling frustrated. I can understand you're feeling overwhelmed. That's how you validate somebody else's feelings. How you validate your own feelings is, I am feeling overwhelmed and pissed off right now. And for right now, that's okay. I am feeling unseen. I am feeling frustrated. So you're identifying what emotions you're experiencing. And you are validating them by saying, for right now, these are true for me. These are true for me. It's not, I'm not going to be in here forever. The next one and the last one is to respect, respect your boundaries. You might need to include your husband for help. And this is why that conversation that I mentioned earlier is so important. This is where you guys draw up what the boundaries are and you respect them. So what does respecting a boundary look like? Respecting a boundary is you enforcing it, even if there's a consequence. And a good amount of you don't want to follow through with your consequences. And the reason why you don't want to follow through with your consequences is because you don't want to lose the relationship. But I'm going to tell you right now, the relationship is lost if you do not respect the boundaries. So clearly communicate clearly communicate how you want to be treated and how you don't want to be treated, right? And you're going to accept what other people have to say, especially your husband, accept what he has to say, but you don't have to hundred percent agree with it. And respecting that boundary is there is a consequence if my boundary isn't respected, sticking to it. Don't come up with some crazy consequence like that's it. We're not talking to your parents for the rest of the year. That's not fair. And that's not hundred percent true. So what I want you to do is I want you to identify what the boundary is. And we have time to go ahead and figure this out. We don't want this to create an argument. This is new for you both. This is completely new for you both. And it is especially new for your for your in-laws because this is not how you normally practice. This is not how you normally act. So give them time to adjust. Again, we are not compromising ourselves. We are not compromising ourselves at all. It is important you stick to these guidelines. If you find yourself completely frustrated and overwhelmed, then you need to give yourself a break. You need to give yourself a break. The minute you start to compromise yourself, the minute you start to try to be somebody you're not, mama, stop. Imagine me holding a stop sign and saying, stop, stop that. 
We're not doing that anymore. We're not doing it anymore because it's important we show up as our true self. Because who we are is enough. Who you are is enough. And if your mother-in-law, if your father-in-law don't see that, that's okay. They can't see past their insecurities. They can't see past their past pain. That is not for you to resolve. Hear me when I say that. You are not there to resolve their past pain. You are not there to change them. You are there to connect with them. And for whatever reason, whatever issue they have against you, that is not yours. That is not yours. It is for them to figure out. So stop trying to figure it out for them. Okay? This is going to be a beautiful Thanksgiving if you allow it. Remember, we don't need permission from anybody. From anybody. To go out and enjoy ourselves. If people struggle with that, that's their issue, not yours. You get to enjoy yourself. You get to take a time out and look at the family together. You get to take a time out and see all of the beautiful things that are there. The family that's alive and well and with you. Your kids laughing and enjoying their time together with their cousins. Or enjoying their time together with those that actually want to have that connection that are willing to go ahead and provide that emotional support. We want to nurture and foster those relationships. We don't want to force. And I get it. I get it. It's unacceptable that this is the way it is. It's unacceptable for you to be treated that way. But the minute, the the reason why you're being treated that way is because you allow it because you don't believe in who you are and you're trying to change to please and appease others. We're not doing that anymore, Mama. We're not doing that anymore. Not on my watch. I want you to enjoy this Thanksgiving with your family and your friends. And I want you to be showered with love. And if the turkey was too damn dry, oh well. This is a story you'll have for the next 5,000 years. (laughs) You know, it's a story your kids will have. You do not have to apologize for who you are and who you're not. I hope that you take this information and you enjoy yourself. What I want you to do, what I want you to do is I want you to go ahead and take a picture. I want you to take a picture of a memorable moment, like something you want to remember for the rest of your life. I want you to take that one picture and I want you to post it in my private Facebook group. I have a free private Facebook group, Empowered and Unapologetic. That's all you have to do. You can go on Facebook and forward slash groups, forward slash empowered and unapologetic. And on there, I want you to go out and post. I want you to go out and post a picture of either you and your family. I want to post a picture of your dry ass turkey. I want you to post a picture of your burnt ass stuffing. Whatever it is, whatever did not go right or whatever went so well, whatever you want to hold true as a memory, I want that in that group. I want that in the group. I want you to post it. (laughs) And it's not so we make fun of you. That's not what this is about. I'm saying this because we've all been there, damn it. We've all had a burnt turkey. I remember I had a turkey that I didn't thought out until that day. And it was like, holy moly. Well, we'll see how this goes. Let me give you guys that link again. It's www.facebook.com forward slash groups 
forward slash empowered and unapologetic. I want to see your dry ass turkey. I want to see your beautiful family. I want to see your beautiful smile and your burnt ass stuffing. I want to see all of it. Super excited to um, to see these pictures. Ladies, continue to be empowered and unapologetic. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020 and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. 
Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addictive Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addictive Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.